This is AutoLine Daily, the show dedicated to enthusiasts of the global automotive industry. Autonomous cars are controversial, but they keep making progress. Over in China, self-driving startup Pony AI and tech giant Baidu just received permits from the city of Beijing to operate fully autonomous ride-hailing services without a safety driver on board. Each company can deploy up to 10 vehicles, which can be summoned by users with an app. While that is a big step forward for AVs, for now, they're limited to operating in a technology park. Meanwhile, in the U.S., progress is slow. GM CEO Mary Barra met with Democratic Senators Gary Peters and Maria Cantwell to push Congress to speed up the deployment of self-driving vehicles. Last year, GM petitioned NHTSA to allow it to operate up to 2,500 of its cruise origin shuttles. But legislation in Congress has been bottled up for the past six years. One reason is genuine concern over safety. Another reason is that plaintiff attorneys who handle lawsuits over car crashes are opposed to autonomous technology. Tesla and GM recently announced plans to invest directly in mines to make sure they can get the raw materials they need to make batteries. Now Reuters reports that Volkswagen is going to do the same thing, and we wouldn't be surprised to see other automakers do it too. They learned the hard way during the chip crisis that they better firm up their supply chains by dealing directly with the sources of raw materials and critical components rather than rely on their suppliers to do it. Automakers don't want to get caught short-handed again. That price war in China shows no signs of letting up. Now Volkswagen is slashing prices. VW and its Chinese partner SAIC are offering subsidies between $2,100 and $7,200 for their entire lineup until the end of April. And they really need to move the metal. China has stricter emission rules that go into effect on July 1st, and automakers are trying to clear out all their vehicles that don't meet those standards. More than 40 brands have slashed prices in anticipation of the new rules. VW used to dominate the market in China, but sales are down by over a million vehicles since 2019, and BYD outsold VW twice in the past four months. Yesterday, we reported that a small group of tool and dye workers at Nissan's Smyrna, Tennessee plant were voting on joining the International Association of Machinists and Aerospace Workers Union. Well, they didn't join. The skilled tradespeople overwhelmingly rejected the union by a 62 to 9 vote. The results aren't too surprising. The UAW has tried to organize all employees at that plant twice and failed twice, and it hasn't organized any plants belonging to foreign automakers in over 40 years. We want to know what drives your testing. OTA, connected car, diagnostics, remote testing, Intrepid Control Systems is here to help you work from anywhere. Intrepid Control Systems, driven by your data.
We love the cute little vans that you see in Japan and China, and like everything else, they're going electric. Chinese EV startup Matrix Motors is launching an updated version of its all-electric microvan, the O1. But instead of giving it more features, it's getting less. The option for a larger 20.7 kilowatt hour battery has been removed, so only a 10.3 kilowatt hour pack is available. And it's going from a nickel manganese cobalt or NMC to an LFP or lithium iron phosphate chemistry. With a carryover 15 kilowatt or 20 horsepower electric motor, the setup is capable of providing 120 kilometers or 74 miles of range on the Chinese test cycle. The changes allowed Matrix to lower the price of the electric van. When the O1 launched in 2021, it was priced around $6,800, but the new version starts at $4,200. And interestingly, Matrix Motors is backed by Alibaba, which is like the Amazon of China. Speaking of affordable EVs, let's dive into some more details on Volkswagen's sub-25,000 euro concept, the ID2 All. It rides on an updated version of the MEB platform, which for the first time is front-wheel drive based. It's powered by a 166 kilowatt or 220 horsepower electric motor that provides performance of 0 to 100 kilometers an hour in less than 7 seconds and a top speed of 160 kilometers an hour or 99 miles an hour. While VW didn't reveal too many details on the battery, it says it will provide 450 kilometers or about 280 miles of range and the ability to charge from 10 to 80% in 20 minutes. The ID2 All seems like a step in the right direction for Volkswagen and its EVs, but as it was pointed out on yesterday's Autoline After Hours, automakers can set the price of a vehicle wherever they want, but the real test will be if they can make a profit on it. And if you haven't done so already, I would highly recommend you check out that show. There's a lot of great insight from our guests, Sandy Monroe and Corey Steuben of Monroe Live. Renault's performance brand Alpine has its plans to move into the electric era, but today it's still celebrating the internal combustion engine. It's coming out with a special edition of the A110 that honors the rallying past of classic versions of this car. The A110 San Remo 73 comes standard with a host of upgraded equipment and then builds on that with custom features. Those include a unique blue paint job with black A-pillars and a carbon fiber roof impregnated with a red weave. Black and white graphics, 18-inch white wheels, and Brembo brakes round out the highlights of the exterior styling. The interior features, racing seats, microfiber wrapped surfaces, sport pedals, and door panel graphics to match the outside. Only 200 examples will be built and prices start at 89,000 euros. And for comparison, a base A110, which won't come standard with the same upgraded equipment, starts at about 60,000 euros. At Schaeffler, we pioneer motion. Electrifying mobility manufacturing smarter, reducing CO2 emissions, making energy production clean. 
Scheffler pioneers motion to advance how the world moves. Here's an interesting solution to cut charging time that BYD came up with. It makes an electric van in China called the Denza that has two charging ports, one on each side of the vehicle. Since it has a large 103 kilowatt hour battery, and since most fast chargers in China are rated around 120 kilowatts, it will take over an hour to charge the battery if it's almost empty. So the Denza has an AC and DC port on the right side and a DC port on the left side. The idea is to back up between two DC fast chargers and plug in both sides at the same time. The ports are connected in parallel and allow maximum charging. BYD already does this for buses and trucks, but this is the first time it's done it with a passenger vehicle. A couple of Tesla owners in California are suing the company because they claim it has a monopoly over service and service parts for its cars. As you all know, Tesla operates most of its own service centers, and because it's so vertically integrated, it pretty much makes all of its own parts. But these owners say Tesla is violating antitrust laws because they can only get their cars serviced at Tesla-approved facilities and that those facilities only use Tesla parts. They claim they're paying exorbitant prices and have long wait times to get their cars serviced. And one problem is that Tesla makes it really hard for independent techs to get scan tools to work on their vehicles. And we would love to hear from any Tesla owners in the audience. What's been your service experience? And that brings us to the end of today's show. Thanks for tuning in. Have a happy St. Patrick's Day. And I also hope you have a great weekend. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, solutions for your journey. Intrepid Control Systems, over-the-air engineering, boost your game. And by Scheffler, we pioneer motion. Wards is the industry leader for news, data, and analysis. That's why companies across the globe subscribe to our premium service, maybe even your own. Log in for subscriber access now. Check your company's intranet for details and rely on wardsauto.com to keep you informed.